social media land. Hello. It's Audio Inc. And now you can hear us everywhere. Everywhere? We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. For real? Pandora. Say it ain't so. Pandora. I was giving a golf clap to Joe, though. Nice job. He did it the first try this thank time. You, you. <laughs> nice job, Joe. So I say this again. We're, we're streaming where? Um, On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora. Pandora? Ain't that that place that had those blue aliens? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just just check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where else? iHeartRadio. So basically Amazon anywhere where Music. podcasts are streamed. I don't know about anywhere, but most of the places. Nice. All the good ones. So you can stream while you're sitting on the toilet. That's right. Nice. And you don't have to, you know, keep YouTube open. I know that was annoying for a lot of people, and I'm sorry, and thanks for bearing with us through that. But now you don't have to. You really don't fucking have to. Because we stream everywhere. Yes. Right on. Anyway, I'm Kara the Lesbian. I'm Pookie Jones. That's Pookie Jones. That's that's who I be. (laughs) I am loving this weather, man. I love fall. Are you a fall girl? I love fall. Do you do the whole pumpkin spice wear sweatshirts everywhere? And because you're in a sweater now, it's not really a sweatshirt. Well, I didn't want to look too hoish, so I just, wait. I, sweatshirts make you look no. This oh. so I threw a sweater on. Gotcha. It. It's sweater weather. <laughs> you know, I did uh, make a drunk purchase the other day of pumpkin spice. Um, those little oil things that you put in your wall. You know, the plug-in. I don't know, but the house smells like a pumpkin. Oh, the scents. Shit uh, everywhere. Like the Glade things. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And Alka-Seltzer and vitamin C. So that was my Amazon purchase. Wow. And yeah. you did that drunk? I think so. I don't I'm, I don't know. I'm going to have to talk to Jules because maybe you are a fall kind of uh, pumpkin yeah. spice girl. And, and you're we're just... going to the pumpkin patch on Sunday with my nephews and all that good stuff. It's been a busy week. How, how, what? Anything cool? What'd you do this week? I didn't do a goddamn thing. You need to get out more. I know. Because I feel like it's always the same. Well, I got a project going on. It's a. Uh, it's I was kind of a. Say you you did something because well, I've been seeing your I pictures mean, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I do a lot of. So I'm in a couple of bands, and I'm in this. I'm in a Santana tribute band, and now we're doing an offshoot. It's a uh, Buena Vista Social Club and Gypsy Kings band. So it's like. Cuban, Afro-Cuban type style of music, Mm -hmm. and it's just a different style of playing. So I've been spending the past couple of weeks really trying to work on my craft. And he's in this uh, this little band called Cabo too. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'm in Cabo too. Uh, We're in the mixing phase of our third EP, and then we started our EP fourth extended play. Yeah, you got it. We started our fourth cover EP. LP is long play. Yep, that's right. You look at you. You're learning. I did. I am. I'm learning. I know what a, a, a weighted album is now. Yeah. What's that? Uh, um, uh, 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 I don't know. I forget, but I know the saying. It's at a store. I know it's a thing. It's at a store <laughs> like Vintage Vinyl that counts a sale purchase of a CD. Stevie Double Wayne. or five times versus if you buy it at like a Best Buy. A it's weighted. It's weighed more there. So like you really want to push product to those places that you get more count on CD sales. You tried to teach me all that. But I- people don't buy CDs anymore anyway. So I liked CDs. What a fun time to be alive. Except Walkmans though. You know, those little poor 
portable CD players pissed me off. Why? Just because they always skipped, you know. I'm riding the bus to school, and where I'm from, it was all gravel roads. So it was like you'd hit a bump every two seconds, and you're like listening to Motley Crue, and you're like, eh. But seriously, uh, if you're on uh, the Oregon, uh, if you're on the Oregon Trail, that's what happens. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I can't help where I was raised, my friend. Man, Jesus, that was rude. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> we had paved roads. I don't know. Well, Just... lucky you. In Winfield, we didn't pay those kind of taxes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's going to come in here and smack the ball. I know. She really is. <laughs> she, yeah. And all I'm going to say is, I'm sorry, ma'am. I know. I'm sorry. You better stop talking shit on Winfield. <laughs> I don't think I've ever even been in Winfield. so I've, It's nice. We're going to we're gonna go there, right? We're going to go to that one place. Oh, my God. I went. Mm, yeah, we got to go. I went by myself because you guys weren't available. So You didn't take Jules with you? No, I actually didn't. My best <laughs> my best friend was in town from Texas, and we went by ourselves. Damn. To Dickie's Smokehouse in Winfield. You just left your wife? and just... She was at work. Did you bring her some home? I did. Oh, well, okay, that counts. I did. We got a good show today. That's what I hear. We got a couple of the guys from Animical Drive in the studio. Joe Colby and Nick Blackburn, they're going to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm sorry, I should say Nick... Colby, because they're married. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's going to be a good one today. These guys are fun. They are, and they're amazing, talented guys. Their mm-hmm. band's incredible, and they're mm-hmm. going to be blowing up. You know what's They've funny? They've already blown up. Is I actually have an Inimical Drive CD. Nice. Swear to God. I'll tell them about it later. But um, lots of fun stuff coming up this week. There is lots Louis. of fun stuff, but but first, I want to talk about your new, your new talent that you've displayed earlier your scatting it was unbelievable <laughs> i can i can do it oh, shit. i uh, at work i have found myself i whistle all the time i guess and one of my customers yesterday was like do you like ever stop doing that i was like what whistling i was like oh i <laughs> i didn't even know i was fucking doing it i guess i just like to fill in the silence with whistling no something. not you i know <laughs> And it's so funny because, like, when I'm in a public place, I'm like, you know, and just, then just when you're in a public place, yeah. And then I'm at so home. So if and I I'm ask like, Jules, shut up, get away from me. If I ask Jules, you don't talk this way at home. You're quiet. I don't know. I sometimes. Yeah. Most of the time, I really am. I just be laying in bed, <laughs> TikToking. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. So so basically, we should be looking forward to a freestyle scatting and whistling <laughs> record coming out. I didn't, I didn't even know I did it. But everyone's like, oh, you you have really good uh, pitch with your whistling. You sound really good. I'm and saying I'm like, there might be a market. I'm just saying no one's put out a whistling scatting record. That would be so awful. Could How do you imagine? know? It could be life changing. Sounding like Donnie Thornberry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I'm talking about? I have no idea. Oh. It's from this cartoon, The Wild Thornberries, when, when I was growing up. I forget that I'm 33 and you're not. Oh, man. So, uh, Oktoberfest is happening. That's what I hear. Actually, yeah, Soulard Oktoberfest is today and tomorrow. Yeah. What? 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 Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Get out of well, here. Well, tomorrow. Thursday? The... Wow, shit. You know what? That's irrelevant then. But I, uh, I want to go. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and this is Kara from the past. <laughs> She's Whoa. haunting you. <laughs> Carol. Carol, I'm sorry. What about the what about Boo at the Zoo? I want to go to that so bad. Have you ever gone? Uh-uh. Do they put like masks? I don't know. Do they put costumes on the on the, the animals? I don't or think so. They just kind of dress up the zoo with like <laughs> decor and stuff. But wouldn't that be fun? I mean it's, See an elephant running around in a cape. It's kind of animal cruelty, but yeah, sure. Why? I mean I just got my dog a sweater last night from Aldi and she loved it. Yeah, sure. She loves it. She's, She's thinking to myself. I'm peeing on the no, carpet. No, she really. I'm hates peeing it. on the carpet. She honestly really <laughs> fucking hates clothes. She acts like she can't move. Yeah, it's torture for these poor. Animals. She's a chihuahua. She's a teeny tiny dog. My two boxers, all my boxers, they they would wear them. Are crusty. Wow, you call my boxers crusty, dude? I don't know. Do you wear briefs or what? Do I wear briefs? I'm free balling it right now, chick. I'm Are you double. for real? Hell no. Oh. I'm civilized. What do you think? I'm not a porn star. <laughs> I mean, anybody who walks around, hopefully. I couldn't imagine a guy walking around with no boxers or anything. No underwear to hold uh, you would think stuff you would, in place. You would get gene chafing on your little man down there. And, oh, my God. And it would hurt <laughs> every time. You, they have to be really tight. They can't be baggy because then just, you just chafe your shit up. Not wearing underwear in general freaks me out. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, gross. I've, I don't know. I I just feel like um, I, there's just dust mites and things everywhere. And what if something got up in there? You know, I don't know. <laughs> well, guys just pee it out. I mean, it's not like they're yeah. going to set camp and live there for the rest of their lives. We we can't. We pee out of a different hole. Yeah. Did you know that? Where are we at with the show? Guys? I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm I, I started with Boo at the Zoo. I'm over here trying to pull up links of inimical drive on YouTube <laughs> and everything, and you guys are talking about dust mites and shit. <laughs> no, so Boo at the Zoo, they just like decorate the zoo. And, gotcha. I've never been. You know, have blow ups. My daughter's gone with with uh, Lisa and her family, her side of the family. I, I think I've been to the zoo when I was in school. Really? I don't think I've ever been other than that. I just, oh, I don't know, dude. It's free. It's a fun little time. Yeah. All right. Me and Joel just went a couple months ago because we were bored. Gotcha. Well, then you should go to Boo at the zoo. Yeah. I told her I wanted to go. Um, I, I wonder if the staff dress up and stuff. That'd be cool. They probably do. Yeah. I think like they give out candy to the kids and stuff too. I mean, I'd go for the candy. Yeah. Or I just go to Walgreens and buy my own candy. And we just did that. There you go. The other day. We don't have any trick-or-treaters come to our house, really. So, so why'd you buy just, candy? Just for us. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? Why I not? hear you. Are you a fan of scarecrows? <laughs> just, just asking. Because if um, you are. I don't know. I've never really thought about it. Well, think about it right now. Okay. Do you like scarecrows? Mm, probably not. Because that movie Jeepers Creepers, you know. He wasn't a scarecrow. He was a demon. Well, he hung up like a scarecrow. But he wasn't a scarecrow. He was a demon. I thought it was a scarecrow. Nope. He's a demon. Well, I need to rewatch that movie because maybe I'm not talking about There's like four of them now. Really? Yeah. Jeepers Creepers, two, one, two, three, and I think four. Really? And then in 17 years when he comes back, we'll do another one. Um, that's like those Saw movies though, you know, wait, wait. Absolutely nothing why are you asking like me about Saw Scarecrows first of all? Uh, well, because Eureka has their Scarecrow Festival Ooh. for the whole month of October. 
a festival that lasts a month. It lasts a month. And they set up scarecrows at all the businesses, schools, libraries, outside businesses and homes. The whole. So is it really a festival then? I mean, if the whole town does it. It's just a thing. I wouldn't call it a festival. That's what they call it. All right. And Mama Eureka. call them clay. I'm going to call them clay. Eureka. Scarecrow <laughs> Festival. The whole month of October. Yeah, what's sad is we missed Taco Week. Last week was Taco Week. Oh, shit. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. I didn't that. miss it because I've been eating Mexican like crazy. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else with it. I was going to start like... That too, baby! <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> the one time you go PG and I'm thinking the other way. I was actually talking about Mexican food. There's this new spot in St. Louis um, called El Catrine. Oh, my God. Best Mexican I've ever had in my life. Where's it at? It's on um, Morgan Ford, right? Yes, Morgan Ford. Where the hell's Morgan Ford? South side. On the south side. Yeah. Yeah, like De Pere. Gotcha. That's De Pere? It's near there, yeah. It's near, <laughs> I don't know. It's near River De Pere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant, okay, I don't know. I think the River De Pere runs through St. Louis more than just freaks De Pere, me out because you can turn one way and you're in Arnold, turn the other way and you're back in South County in like 60 seconds. And I'm like, where the... F that means you're right on the border of those two towns. But I I don't know. <laughs> I think everything is so far away from each other and it's not. Like I'm used to being from, you know, growing up on the Oregon Trail <laughs> and it takes 30 minutes to get to a gas station and 30 minutes to get to a Walmart 30 minutes to get to a Walmart, that should be a staple in it small It actually is no lie. It did take 25 minutes to get to a Walmart from where I lived. Really? Mm -hmm. That's odd. Mm -hmm. And if you wanted a job anywhere, you had to drive at least 45 minutes. Jesus. If you wanted a job that wasn't the local gas station, you had to drive out of town. How many gas stations you had? We had two. There's still one there that's called Cook's. And um, they have the pumps where you have to take out the... Uh, gas pump and flip the handle up, you know? Old school. They don't take cards. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy, you got to have cash. <laughs> <laughs> there's a um, there's a gas station out there where they cook um, burgers and um, crab rangoon inside of the gas station, and they also smoke cigarettes in there. Wait, 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 mm -hmm. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Let's go back here. The quick stop. Burgers and crab rangoons. Burgers and crab rangoon and cigarettes. Mm -hmm. That's just an odd. Okay. I, hey, man. Hey, you're right. Hey. Next you, to a tanning salon. Next to a tanning salon. Hey, you know, do your thing and do it well. Wild. I don't know how. I don't know how where I grew up is a real place. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Let's jump to some birthdays. You want to do that? Yeah, for sure. Everyone has a birthday. Your your secret crush. I know you really like this guy. Okay. Zach Efron. His birthday is today. Zach Efron. You don't even know who he is. I do know who he is. High School Musical. I, I have never seen that movie in my life. Okay, wait a and second. And my wife sings okay. the songs from it, and she's like, I know you know the movie. And I'm like, I've never seen it in my life. So you've seen the wild... Thornberry, is that what you call them? Yeah, that was a funny show. But you've never seen High School Music? Mm -mm. Weren't they on Disney at the same I wasn't time? a Disney kid. I was a Nickelodeon kid. Oh, wait. Is Wild Thornberries mm -hmm. Nickelodeon? Oh, Seattle. I was a Nickelodeon girl. Oh, excuse me. Here's one. Guess whose birthday it is today? Whose? Claude Van Damme. He'll kick the shit out you. I don't know who that is. 
How do you not know who Claude Van Damme is? Why are you guys covering your faces out there? No retreat, no surrender. Johnny, no retreat, what no is, surrender. What is that? It was, a, it was a movie in the 80s. That's why I haven't seen it. It's on cable like every weekend. What is it? What's the movie? No retreat, no oh. surrender. Oh, that's the movie. Okay, I thought it was a line from the movie. It was one of those ones where like in the 80s and early 90s, they would put the title somewhere in the movie. Someone would say it. Oh. And it was the cheesiest shit you've ever seen in your entire I life. I understand now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like they had movies like Jim Kata. Jim Kata. And it was uh, the gymnast American pummel horse champion. Uh, did some kung fu, learned some kung fu in the last major fight scene. There was a pummel horse in the middle of the city, and he started kicking people's asses, flipping around on a pummel horse. That's the kind of movies I grew up on. See, you have great movies when you were growing up. You had the Marvel movies and all this. I had garbage like that. Marvel movies. Isn't there a Marvel man that's birthday's coming up? <laughs> Good Lord, kid. What? A Marvel man. Yeah, John Farvo. John Farvo. Yep. Farveral. Farveral. How do you ever say his last Favreau. name? Favreau. There it is. Is it really? Yep, you said it. You got it just right. I don't even know who it is and I'm pronouncing it. He directs his name all right. those Marvel movies and and uh, uh, I think some of the some of the uh, Star Wars stuff. It's on Disney Plus. You don't watch any of that either? Never seen any of them. Jules, I gotta talk to you. Have you ever has any have you ever seen Star Wars, Joe? Uh, yeah. I know a lot of people that haven't. It's You've not- never seen any of the Star Wars movies. Nope. It's not that uncommon. I don't know. It is uncommon. Not for people my age. But it's funny because one of our friends um, actually watches Star Wars every Tuesday. And you need to spend some time with him on, or her on Tuesday and watch Star Wars. Ugh, I don't want to. Jules, <laughs> does Jules watch Star Wars? Have you seen Star Wars? What? See, ha ha. <laughs> but please remember, she is younger too. Jules, I had you up here. You were one of us. I suggest watching them in the original order of release. I, okay. I will take your suggestion and I will throw it away because I'm never <laughs> going to watch them. <laughs> All right, fair. I'm not into that stuff. I'm not into like the sci-fi kind of stuff. What are you into? I love, like my favorite movie is Pulp Fiction. I love the Tarantino <laughs> movies. Um, then Goodfellas, then Casino. What's your favorite uh Quentin Tarantino movie. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And then Kill Bills. Both the Kill Bills. Didn't they have a Reservoir Dogs? Did you ever watch that? Reservoir that Dogs. great. For sure. Janko ha- Unchained. Fantastic. I haven't seen that. Okay. True romance. You have to watch You have to watch Janko Unchained. It, I mean, we've been talking for way too fucking long, and I want to bring on our guests. Let's do that, shall we? So from Inimical, inimical Drive. Inimical Drive. Inimical Drive. That's a mouthful. Inimical, inimical Drive. drive. Uh, we have Joel Colby and Nick Blackburn. What's up, fellas? What's going on? What's going on? Cutie patooties. Chillin' chillin'. Am I mute? Oh, there I am. There we Hi. are. I said what's up like three times. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> if we could start over, I have a lot of things to comment on the first um, <laughs> let's segment. Hear, let's hear them. If we could just start again let's from what? the top. Let's do it. Because there's so many things to break down in all of that. You wanted to talk about the scat uh, thing, Jean-Claude right? Jean-Claude Van Damme, how dare you? Sorry. Uh, I am a whistler. We should record a record together. <laughs> I'll scat you, whistle. I'm a good whistler. I am We've too. talked about when are we going to introduce whistling into the, to the records. He's a weenie whistler. 
Whoa. The weenie whistler in the bunk theater, right? <laughs> Sock bunk. Ugh. Is that what won you him over to you? Yep. Sock bunk. Aww. Sock bunk puppet theater. <laughs> This is so fucking nasty. Bunk socks, On tonight's baby. episode of Sock Bunk God. Theater. What are we watching tonight? <laughs> so what's going on with you guys? What have you guys been up to? Oh, man. Uh, lots of everything, lots of nothing all at the same time. You get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sadly, uh, sadly, I do get it. I get it. A lot uh, of work goes on first. Yeah. Um, actually, Zach, our drummer, it's so funny when he first uh, came in. You know, it takes a long time and a lot of work to get things together yep. just to do one thing that takes, you know, gets all this excitement and then it's over like that. And uh, I don't even remember who we were talking to or whatever, but he was like, there is so much not rocking just to rock. I <laughs> said, <laughs> <laughs> that is maybe the best put. <laughs> yeah, there's a How lot of unchill to be chill. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Lots of not rocking. To like yeah. record one song. I mean, like from start to finish. It depends. Yeah, it depends. It's a whole thing when you're talking about like getting everybody together and it's time to do a record or even just a song or a video or, you know, and not everybody feels that, but like when you're the person putting all that together i know that mm. feeling. you know it's uh, it starts months in advance if yeah. not longer so you got to plan it out because everybody's got different schedules and everybody's got yeah. things going on so they have you- to share a calendar yeah you're gonna have to show me how because <laughs> i i don't get it i don't know technology i'll get you in line <laughs> i got nick on a calendar if we can do yeah, that it's all good you know yeah. perfect yeah. <laughs> I need teaching. I pulled up my iCloud and some shit from like 2018 popped up and I was like, mm. I'm not in the right place. Get, get it out of here. I don't want <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we've been busy. We, uh, yeah, we've been busy. We've, we've been having a good time for the last like uh, two years. We've been very active. We've been a band a long time. Actually, this is something Nick brought up. He's like, it's going to be, it's going to be cool to talk to Pookie because he gets it like, not many others do that holding the same group of musicians together for as many years as we have. Because you guys actually performed at the same block party, right? Yeah. 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 yeah we My first a couple, interview ever was Cavo, and you guys were playing, and that's where I got the CD. We've, it's we've, still in my little yeah. I think, booklet. I think every block party we played, we played together at yeah. block parties. Yeah. And then have we played at other shows? Yeah, we did. Uh, we did a. Um, I don't remember what it was. It was a point show for the point put on something. It pops maybe. It pops. Was it pops? Yeah, it was a. It was a. Maybe it was a point fest pre party or something. Something. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we something the like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. We talk about that actually often. We reference you guys because you know we 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 were much heavier and more aggressive when we started. You know, young angst. Mm-hmm. You know, had something to prove. New metal, and uh, and we landed on all these. Sh- great shows where we were like really uh, well fuck yeah we'll do that <laughs> and uh you know all of a sudden we're on a show with cavo and so you know when people are showing up to see cavo at a point show and then here we come before they get to see cavo mm-hmm. what the what, who the <laughs> hell did this <laughs> but it's always been good we've always been like either either like the really heavy band on the bill or they put us on shows that we don't belong on because those bands are looking at us like pussies. So yeah, so it goes one way or the other with us. So we kind of had that that issue too. You know, when we came out with Champagne, everybody thought we were these fucking drunk, druggy rockers. Yeah. And we play Champagne, 
And I don't know how many radio stations we went to, and they'd be like, so who does the Coke and who does the champagne? <laughs> and we're like, uh, it's really a breakup song if you listen to the, to the lyrics, and uh, we don't really do drugs. So. Hell yeah. And then they listen Rock to that. the rest of the record. Crash was our next single, and everybody's going, <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe the third one's going to be a little bit harder. <laughs> third song comes out, and they're going, Wait a second. I gotta listen to this record. Who We've are been these guys? Wait a minute. Where's those inimical boys? Those guys party. You guys were just on tour though, right? We were. Who were you who were you with? Uh we just came off with uh Bad Wolves and That's For right. the Fallen Dreams and the Funeral Portrait. Um so very sick, very cool. Um that yeah, was, was awesome. Badass. It was mm-hmm. great, man. Great guys, great venues, great crowds every night. Um yeah, it was awesome. It, we were, we thoroughly enjoyed it. Right That's, on. Uh, What's your favorite part about touring? The uh, sock bunk theater, yeah. oh. clearly. Well, hey, yeah. before before you, before we get to that, I want to ah, ask you a quick question. For sure. <laughs> Whose idea was it to build their tour, build a tour bus? Build well, a tour bus. Uh, I built a tour bus. We built a tour bus. Um, it came out of necessity, really. Because uh, also, as you know, uh, to rent a tour bus breaks the bank before you've even hit the road. So, um, and the availability has not been great this year because every musician in the world is touring. So we had a couple offers um, in the winter. Gosh, it's been about a year ago, I guess, when um, we started getting a couple offers for some tours, amazing tours that we had to pass on because we did not have adequate transportation. So we had been doing like one-off festivals and things like that. And we had previous to this last record, we had some kind of just some off time and it was like, eh, well, we'll just do what we do and see how it comes around. But when we did this record, we knew the intention was we're going to have to do something. And uh, then it started coming real quick and we had to turn down a couple offers. So so not going to let that happen again because they were excellent opportunities for us. And uh, I started looking and everybody's doing like Ford Transits or, you know, the Sprinter vans. And we got a bunch of friends that have done the Sprinters. Either they lease them or they've bought them and kind of put some bunks in the back and things. Um, so it came out of necessity that I start looking for something. And then uh, I stumbled across this bus and I thought, I'm like just handy enough to like at least tear it apart probably. Like but a, I knew like it a would school be, bus? No, it's a passenger bus. So it's okay. a 28-passenger bus. If you go back on our TikTok, you can see like my stupid voice going over the uh, the build. I watched the whole build that, over the yeah. weeks that you, or the months that you did it over. Yeah. I watched it. Yeah. You know, so in my head, I'm like, that would be perfect, right? Because I don't want to do this in a van. I don't want to do this in a Sprinter van. And then you got to do hotels and all this. And so logistically trying to figure all that out, I stumble across this one on Facebook and I'm like, first of all, it doesn't seem real. The price was like really good and it's black. So it already looks sick. And I was like, it'd be perfect. Although I know my band and the people around me. So I'm very selective who I'm going to bring this to as, is this a good idea? So I start with Nick. And if we think it's a good idea, and I knew he was going to say, yeah, but also would be a realistic thing, like maybe. So of course, Nick's like, yeah, Yeah, that's what we need. But you know, then you're like, all right, okay. So then I'm thinking, am I crazy? I don't know that much about like diesel motors and stuff. I'm not a mechanic. I can Mm -hmm. just rip it apart and probably figure it out. But I also thought like we'd 
rip out the insides and like throw some chairs and a couch and some fucking mattresses or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, not the case. Uh, I also should know better because when I start something, I go a little crazy. Oh, God. And so, yeah, we, we, we flew to Virginia and, uh, I didn't think it was real. Like I said, I reached out to the guy on Facebook and then I was like, can we get a call? Like, I'd, I'd like, first of all, I need to know if it works. I need like measurements to see if things are lining up. Like I've never built a tour bus. So need to know if this is even achievable because if it's not, then I might as well just scale down and do something else right. or whatever. And, uh, nope. Talked to the guy and he was super cool and gave me all the measurements and everything. And we started like literally pencil and paper drawing a floor plan. Like, well, <laughs> what do you start with? We have to sleep, right? How big are bus bunks and started literally sheet after sheet after night of sitting there going over revising floor plans and shit and then found out that it was actually available at that price and uh the and low miles and it's barely broken and in it's a so, diesel though too yeah right? it's oh, a yeah. diesel diesels run forever Hundred and twenty-four thousand miles on you got the another best diesel motor you can get yeah, best transmission easy yeah so in my mind i'm like sweet We'll pick it up a month later. We'll be ready to go. Eight months in my driveway. <laughs> and uh, my garage is in shambles. And yeah, so, but we did uh, 90, I mean, we did all of the work ourselves, but um, uh, actually ex-guitar player of ours and uh, uh, still great friend and still active with us knows how to work on rvs so like you do have to have somebody that understands like the power bank and right. to put the put the wiring together the mm -hmm. central nervous system you don't want to catch fire you don't mm -hmm. want it to blow up it needs to charge it needs to hold power and stuff so uh shout out to chris belleville he did a great job um but yeah he kind of lived with me for the last couple months while we figured that part out but me and nick and chris essentially a couple people popped in for various things here and there or just to help out or stare at us and drink beer but uh <laughs> you know but me nick and uh chris essentially ripped this thing apart it's beautiful now you should see it awesome. it's a sleeps you could sleep 10 if you had to but really you're traveling eight comfortably that's you got to have some junk bunks. Six six bunks in the back, full bathroom, full shower. Got a shower. Finding out that a lot of bandwagons don't even have a shower. So it's, it's crazy taking a shower. Fucking going. Can I cuss on here? Yeah, oh, yeah. You can <laughs> say whatever the <laughs> fuck you want. Oh, yeah, yeah baby. Like, yeah, you guys talking about like jacking all the shit. But like, yeah, flying down the highway, fucking on the five. It's like. Taking a shower in the back, it's like a fucking earthquake. You're like, don't, 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 just like flying everywhere and shit, like trying not to fall. Every once in a while, you hear Nick in the back. Less G force, naked. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, it's a blast. Yeah, little shit. It's like it's an adventure. I've never like thought about that. Oh, it's fun. It's but then you think it's like if anything happens right now. I am going to be butt naked, flipping <laughs> out of this fucking thing down the highway. Just like it's over. That's, you kind of have to like give when you're in the bus, you have to give. You'll be a wreck if you sit there thinking about like wrecking and this, that the whole time. Like you just have to give way of all that and just know that you're flying down the highway and that you have no control of it at all and you just have to try living in there and sleeping and taking yeah. it he's making it sound really bad no it's, it's cool it was amazing it's, cool. it's awesome and but there I'm, are times but, where it gets scary going yeah. through the mountains oh yeah it's yeah. scary going through the mountains when it's winter time and it's oh, snowing yeah. it's nerve-wracking yeah. i would go to bed early yeah, yeah. It's we had a, and then you have to sleep through yeah. it well we yeah. had a bus driver when we did we did the rockies three times during the winter <laughs> there and back dude and it was 
I, I was like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I, sleep it off. I don't want to know. If I die, I want to die in my sleep. Because it's scary. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, you know. It's, like it's a whole other element, it's like too, because. You know, it's, you're on the highway. It's dangerous on the highway. You're just in a bigger vehicle. Yeah. Well, I've I've driven trucks and, and Rich. So Rich and I drove the whole thing. Yeah, they drove it the whole thing. So we did 20,000 miles Holy over shit. seven weeks. 20,000 miles back and forth over the Donner Pass four times. We used to laugh. We were, were laughing about it like, hey, hey guys, Donner Pass. Third time. <laughs> Fourth time. And Jeez. yeah, in and out. And logistically, the, the, the touring the, was yeah, wild. The tour was all over. Like it did not. The, so, the first tour was with OTEP and it was up and down the West Coast up to Seattle, back to Texas. Those mountains to, in California yeah, can oh be my, scary, oh, right? Great. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. crazy, man. It was insane. It was it, the whole thing was wild because and everybody's like, why? And I'm like, well, That's because first of all, the tour. So the tour for OTUP got extended, so they had already had a band for the middle section, and then finished the tour. So we got the first part, which means Midwest boys are starting in California. She's in she's in Hollywood, so we started in California, came back to the Midwest. The band not from the Midwest picked up the middle part of the tour. We came home, played Point Fest. And then we're home for two weeks and then picked it back up as it went back out and finished in California and then had to drive back home. So already we were like, we are being put to the test and here's the time to find out. Let's see if the wheels stay on. Everybody help. And, uh, and it was awesome. But then it, while we were out with OTEP, we locked in the tour with Bad Wolves. And in the middle of the second tour with OTEP, we're thinking we're coming home and then hopping on this tour with Bad Wolves to finish out. And we're like, oh, my God, it's awesome. We're going to be gone. It's like a straight five weeks. And then uh, DL from Bad Wolves came down with a staph infection. Oh. And so we woke up. And you know, you know this, too. Shit changes so fast. Waking up, and I just, first thing I check, and I'm like, what? Uh, hey, uh, that tour's canceled. Oh, like, you got to be fucking. So then we're like, dude, we're going back home damn so we're like all right well this tour is awesome and we'll finish this up and we'll regroup so we thought it was going to be a complete cancellation it ended up rescheduling so then we came back to the midwest <laughs> stayed home for a couple of weeks and then went back out with Babel. so it was like so spread out and because that was a rescheduled tour they were getting they were trying to take whatever dates they could get and did a really good job of putting it together however they were jumping on yeah going up to canada to jump on a couple shows with like Volbeat yeah. while we weren't on that show. So then we're, <laughs> so it was like, it was, all right, well, we got two days off here and then we're picking back up with these guys here and then this and that and whatever. But all of that being said, it was amazing. It and was when awesome. you talk about like driving through the winter, that was my biggest fear it was like, oh my God, we're testing this thing and running through weather. We had absolute perfect weather, perfect like weather. what we're having right now in St. Louis, all through the Pacific Northwest. Oh, nice. Everything. Awesome. It was, it almost stayed the same temperature the entire time. We didn't see any rain, all sunshine, all through the mountains. Our days off were gorgeous. It was it was amazing. So literally, we were able to run the AC when we needed. We were propping windows open while we're hanging out in the in the parking lots and stuff. It was it was killer. That it was sounds amazing, exhausting. It was. It was like, exhausting I am tired for sure. For you right now, it was exhausting for sure. That's and, how we made our bunks comfortable, and you can. And also got lots of socks. 
<laughs> no, they, you know, the bunks are comfortable. You can stretch all the way out, like for real. Like they're they're got memory I, mattresses. You can stretch all the way out. You got plenty of socks. I'll uh, I'll challenge you to uh, see. People don't know what a bunk sock is. Yeah. So who wants to share what a bunk sock is? I think right there, everybody's gonna go. All right. Well, <laughs> let me just say this: there's a rule that the bunk sock cannot hit the floor. That's right. No, there's a there, we've heard we heard stories about. So the the ultimate uh, flex is when you're going through customs to take all your bunk socks and s- stick them like all over the stuff that you know they're they're gonna go through. Oh, that's <laughs> so they have to, yeah. So you're flexing that them hard because foul. yeah, that's like sticking. You know, so it's like long. yeah. So you know, it's like well, I got you. Can I can, can I can I ask you guys some personal questions real quick? Oh, so I got you. Okay, <laughs> it's getting. I mean, is it more personal than this? <laughs> Well, it's oh it's about God. relationship shit. Yeah. Sure. Um, I love touring, but I also hated touring. Yeah. I love being on the road. It was work. I love meeting people and playing. It's all the shit in between where you're sitting around fucking not doing shit and realizing you're missing your kid oh, yeah. or your wife or your, your brother, your sister, your family, your mom, your dad. Oh, yeah. Same feelings for you guys? Yeah, there's like two parts of that. Um we this is our first national touring ever as as a band it people's lives didn't line up we've changed members uh some people's objectives were just not to ever do that um and so this is really about everybody's lives lining up and everybody actually wanting to pursue that right because it's a lot right it's like a lot. all of yeah. that you have to be ready for that um so yes absolutely of course and all of us have families and stuff um uh, my wife was able to come out a couple times, so my side of this was amazing. My kids have already left me; they're uh, they're they're away anyway. They could care less, right? <laughs> so uh, at this point in my life, my kids aren't sitting around waiting for me. They're right. like, uh, "Cool story, man. Yeah, we'll hear about it later." Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, my wife for sure. My cat, my cat. I miss my cat. I wish she was a tour cat. She doesn't travel well, but. Uh, but yeah, Nick's got uh, young boys and uh, family, family, uh, family at home, wife and dogs in the house, and rich normal stuff. Uh, rich just had a baby, so it like literally was. Like, he uh, missed his first Father's Day and stuff, Aww. and so yeah. So you you have to know, and there was a lot of emotion and a lot of conversations I mean, coming in when when tours are being thrown at you, yeah. and you're in the position where we're, we're ready to grab whatever comes our I, way, right? And it's working. We always said like, if it's working, we're gonna do it. We've like, been doing we this like this for it. years. Joel Joel played a show on the day his son was born, and I think I played a show. The day after my son was born, yeah. with my wife still in the hospital, having to leave, there for having to leave it, but... and then come back, you know, and all yeah. that. But it's like, yeah, it's like what they say with band: you're going to miss a lot of birthdays. You're going to yeah. have you're yeah. going to have anything a lot that of requires, dudes, yeah, a anything that requires. It's that an kind impossible of... scenario in the first place to get five dudes or five girls or you know to get people together yeah. and line up and be like, first of all, y'all like the same music. Second of all, you can make it happen, and then you're all willing to throw everything at it. It's, right. You know, it's just so – it's an impossible scenario in the And then that's why, so you got put them in a 100-square-foot mobile moving <laughs> oh home where you have to share the space yeah, and learn exposed. everybody's emotions. Yep. Yeah. And we've all spent a lot of time together, 
But when you literally live in a hundred, two hundred yeah. square foot space some, together, yeah. you see how people there's something to everything. That. Well, Kava yeah. started off in a van. Yeah. And then right. we did we did crew fest in a van. Oh geez. And we did uh we toured with Hailstorm. Yeah. You guys did that crew fest run in a van. And it did it was wow. horrible. It was horrible. Some of those drives I was bet. straight through. No one's yeah. I mean, we had to drive. We couldn't stop for anything. We just kept driving. Um we did we did uh Hailstorm, Rev Theory, uh, we did, uh, was it, uh, I can't think of their name, Freeman Hanley and oh. Beer Union. That's a band I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. Nixon and those guys, they're still, they're, they're still releasing music. That's awesome. Damn. Um, but yeah, like the thing about us was, you know, we, we, were out in the, we were out on the road for five and a half years straight. Did you for guys hotel most, room or what did you guys do with the? So when we had a van, we had got hotel rooms every night. And Jeez. then that's why when we moved to the van, do you guys have to pay for that out of your pocket? Absolutely, that just oh, oh my well, god! When we started touring, we did the van thing for a while, and then our manager Joe Litvak, he's amazing. He's the only reason why, in my opinion, we're still able to do the things we do is because he's still our manager. Um, he, you know, when you look at the cost of everything, a couple of more thousand dollars a month, and you can be in a bus. And yeah. so we moved to the bus. But as I told you guys, or as I told you before, that last tour we did with Carnival of Madness with Chevelle, Evanescence, Hailstorm, Us, and New Medicine, after we paid for the bus and everyone else, crew and everything else, the amount of money we got left for the four of us, we were like, that's it. We can't yeah. we can't keep doing this. It's because, I mean, that, that our crew guys made way it's, more money than we did. Oh, our crew, our crew got paid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, our crew like got paid. <laughs> And we got our crew on on like the broest of bro discount because we've been running with these guys for forever. Not our videographer. We just met him. And we love him. He's he's like Danny I'm, boy. I'm taking him as my child now. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, but uh, but uh, Redbeard Chris McKinney, you know Chris, um, to get him because he was available at the rate that we got him was amazing. Um, we we don't deserve a Chris McKinney yet, and uh, he was able to go with us, and so. You got to pay those guys to to make that work, and so yeah, we all went um, essentially on our own dime, and you know, and I just bought a bus and spent the money to yeah. build a bus and all of this. And oh, you bought that yourself? Yeah. You guys didn't all buy it? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. When, when, you know, <laughs> people people go, why don't you? The people always but, tell us, why don't you guys come tour? You guys need to tour. It it it's a one. It's a big sacrifice. Mm -hmm. um, Casey has five kids. He had yeah. quads when that's we signed our record. Yeah. We signed our record deal at Casey's house. That's crazy. Because he couldn't leave. He was feeding mm -hmm. four kids and he had like a five or six year old. My daughter was 13, 13 or 14 when we got our record deal. Yeah, Casey got a soccer team. Chris had a, <laughs> Chris had a, a one or two year old at the time. Mm -hmm. um, so those guys, and I missed out a lot of my daughter. Like my daughter was a, Tomboy, and when I came off tour, she had a boyfriend making out on my couch. Ah. I'm going, uh, what? Like, I'm going back out on tour. Get me back out yeah, on tour. I'm yeah. out what here. Is this? Yeah, Slowly <laughs> back into the bushes. Yeah, yeah, you just go back. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm back. I'm out of here. I want my buddy back. I, yeah. I want my buddy yeah. back. Uh, you know, I want the girl that farted while we were watching freaking uh, uh, Monty Python's Holy Grail. Oh, she no. loves you for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of the. Uh, so yeah. So all of that. Um, but the the necessity was we have to do something and it was way smarter to buy this bus 
And nobody does it because you have to rip it apart and build it and actually put oh, in the yeah, effort it, to yeah. do that. And uh, I'm a man of many blessings. And so it just, what I needed came to me when I needed it, in the amount that I needed it. The the help that I got uh, was available. The it, Like literally every part of it, I didn't, I was like, how is this even going to happen? And then all of a sudden it happens and it was better than what it was supposed to be. That's and awesome. so- uh, all of that, you know, a bus is upwards of fifteen hundred. Then you got a driver, and then drivers' hotel rooms and things. The uh, bandwagons are going for six hundred dollars a day, and then you got to have a driver for that, and uh, hotel rooms, and all of these things. Where, yeah, I got to take that on, but you know, I bought a bus, and so I'm making a monthly payment on the bus that now I can also use and rent out to friends as an RV and rent rent to other bands. Uh, shout out to any bands that are looking for affordable <laughs> transportation. That right. is very nice. It's very nice. But um, yeah, so it came out of necessity and a little bit of crazy, and all of it kind of came together. But no, yeah. I've so never the, heard anything like that before. That's pretty fucking cool, man. So the highlights, <laughs> highlights of touring, though, like it's miserable on the down t- on the downtime. But once you play and you meet people yeah. and people, so and it, it you're I'm dude. I used to get so excited right when we would do our press. We would go meet radio or we would do a meet and greet and then we would do sound check and I was pumped, man. Mm-hmm. And then you play your show. It's amazing. And then you meet people afterwards and then the night starts and you're just going, yeah. ah, I miss my kid yeah. or I miss my right. wife. Sure. Miss, you know, All of that definitely never goes away for sure. Uh, it makes emotions run high. Absolutely. But for me, We've been waiting to do this for Nick. He's been waiting to right. do this for a long time. And yeah. the fact we sure. got to the point where we thought maybe everybody's lives were never going to line up to even consider it. And so when it did, it was like, oh, no, no way. You're not going to get that from me. Yeah. Uh, I had a conversation with uh, Dan Marsala, and uh, he was talking about the excitement of everything that they've got going on, a new record and going back out and touring. Yeah. And we're doing a bus and we're doing this and doing that. And what Dan about? is from and Story was, of the Year for those people who don't know. Yeah, I'm t- sorry. I'm having a private conversation over <laughs> here with Brian. But, uh, you know, no, but uh, but to see the excitement again, he kind of talked about that. It was like, man, there was just so many years of, you know, and the ups and downs. But you guys have done that extensively for so many years. We've never done the national part. We've done all the other stuff. I can tell you how everybody feels in all those other situations, but we've kind of been waiting for this opportunity and thank God, you know, people have just come tenfold to support us on the last record yeah. that came out and all of it's working and we're all just kind of blown away. Like, Oh my God, this is that we're, we're going to do this. So the downtime for us, no way, man. I I'm good by myself. I walked around. I took as yeah, was much advantage of every city I was in. I was hanging out and checking out local beers, and I'm, I'm <laughs> I can't wait to go get the food. Nick likes to have quiet time and sit with a guitar nice. and and kind of do his own thing. And everybody did a great job of like finding their own space in that. So the downtime were really and there wasn't a whole lot of downtime because we were driving ourselves yeah so so that's a little bit different but even on the off days and stuff we we definitely made the most of it um and i've known people that are in that position are just miserable touring and i was like if that's us we'll make the decision that okay that part of this is not for us but right yeah it it was pretty great there's just parts there's just parts of touring that was miserable for me um you know, because I, I worked on the road, too. Like, my company, 804 Technology, I started that company in 2004 with two of my friends. And, uh, you know, that, you know, I worked when we were touring. Yeah, so like, I was working, too. Yeah. I was also <laughs> driving 
band managing, tour managing, uh, and then uh, working from my laptop when I could. The man of taking, the Taking mm-hmm. calls. The, the fortunate part is that I can talk through most scenarios. So uh, throw on an AirPod and I could drive and talk people off a ledge or yeah. you know, do whatever needed to happen. Yeah. So, you know, we just, it was, yeah, it was exhausting. That's too much. Roller coaster. My, my scenario was a little bit different. I didn't, I didn't drive. I stayed up while they drove. I was the guy. I was pretty much like, uh, kind of like the stewardess Nick, of the bus. Yeah. You were the buffer. I did. Yeah, I, did, I just did. <laughs> like, well, you know, I, I kind of, I, I took care of the pisser. I fucking uh, like that's like, something. Take care of that's something like, when you're I driving, you don't realize. Like, fucking yeah, that you don't going. realize you need. He was so valuable when I'm driving because other people are crashing and sleeping and doing their thing and whatever else like and when it's like hey man another cup of coffee Nick's making a pot (laughs) of coffee bringing me my coffee refills so that I can keep cruising us through uh everything like yeah like a drawer flies open and nick's there to like we made a pact that it was like if somebody's driving somebody's got to be in the living space not everybody can be back in the bunks because if something happens you're barreling down through the mountains at you know midnight you know you need somebody to be there for you so it was a it was a very uh yeah it's a working relationship it was this fluid movement of kind of falling into your place to to make it it happen i i it was fun i had uh so they and he was working uh Zach was working because our drummer Zach, he was working for Bad Wolves and the other guys on the tour, so he had to work every day. I, for the first time in my life, got to live. I was a fucking guitar player. Nice. It was <laughs> it was awesome. So I was I'd 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 be the stewardess on the bus. I'd do everything that needed to get done while we were traveling. And then when we got to where I was, we'd load our gear, and all I had to do was be awesome. Fucking look good, play good, do my job, <laughs> and it was the most freedom I ever had. I'd walk out of Walmart in the morning, and someone look at me and be like, "Musician, right?" And I'd be like, "Yeah," <laughs> and just walk and just walk away. And like it was just the it was like everywhere I woke up that day, I was like, "I'm gonna fucking rock tonight." That's all I have to do. You know, I call my call my wife, call my kids, and uh, it it was all it was awesome. Yeah, so I it was great, and I want to get back out as soon as possible. Like it's just amazing. Casey had a funny story when we were touring. We pulled up. We were it's when we were in the tour bus, and we get off and we walk into this country store or what have you. And I wasn't there. Casey tells the story, and Casey said the guy's like, "You guys in some kind of band or something?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, you ever heard Champagne?" He goes like, "I thought Buck Cherry sings that." <laughs> Like, no, it's us, Cabo. And the guy looks at him and goes, I like Buck Cherry. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Cheers, brother. I'm sure you do, my friend. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so, when, when, that, when that champagne song came out, so we were we were a beginning band. That was back in the day. And uh, Story had Until the Day I Die. You guys were out on the radio. You guys were out on the point. Casey, fucking, like, all kinds of stations. So that was, that was, like, a thing. And that was, like, back in the day where it was, like, it gave us, like, motivation being, like, shit, we can do this. We barely knew how to play when we started. Like, didn't know how to tune shit, didn't know anything. We were hearing you guys <laughs> and other bands, like, already out there, national radio, pushing it. He's like, dating me, guys. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's telling you guys how old I am. Yeah. We're all getting there. We're, we're with you, bud. <laughs> yeah, we're there, so, That's yeah, awesome. It was, it was just, yeah, it's been a long time. How? Let me ask you this. The scene, the St. Louis scene. Because okay. one of the reasons why we're doing this is to really start bringing around the St. Louis scene again. Because, you know, the, the point ended there local show and so we kind of wanted to do something Mm -hmm. joe's the producer's idea was to do this the st louis scene 
like, in my opinion, I think that the industry slept on St. Louis. Yeah. That I th- I thought that there were so many, there still so many amazing bands in St. Louis. I always thought we would have like a Seattle thing here. Mm-hmm. It seemed like that it was kind of going that way. I was, you know, we took Brooke Royal out on the road with us. Mm-hmm. Um, they got cheated out of the whole tour uh, because David Bendeth called in a favor to our label who convinced Joe to add this band. So, so Brooke Royal did like the beginning and the end. I wanted Brooke Royal because, you know, Brooke Royal was my shit. Those those were my boys. I wanted them for the whole tour. Like I was so excited. In fact, one of the nights I got in trouble and yelled at from Casey was we played a show with these guys, Brooke Royal. And it was, it was us, Shaman's Harvest and Brooke Royal. And it was in Springfield and Brooke Royal gets done playing and I'm fucking excited because like I'm with my boys again and we're drinking. I'm buying shots for them all. We're getting hammered. I didn't even think about it, but Shaman's Harvest goes on and I'm fucking getting so just drinking, drinking. And the next thing you know, I'm standing there and Casey walks up to me with my ears. It's the time to play, dude. He's like, push him in. He's like, come on, man. We've been calling you. And I was like, what, dude? Shaman's Harvest didn't even. And I look around and Shaman's Harvest is up there. I was like, oh, shit. Ah. And I jump up on stage and I get ready. And I didn't realize how drunk I was. And the first song kicked in and I jumped and I almost fell off the stage. Oh, my God. And their spot, our our, 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 uh, monitor guy's going, (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ and then I was just like wobbling I was like oh shit I'm yeah. drunk Jesus and I had to stand still for the rest of the set because I was so wobbly oh my god and Spot was like dude I thought you were going over I thought yeah. you were going over yeah. so um, Big Dave was here a few shows ago the owner of Ink Spot and um, they throw Hi, these <laughs> they Gee, throw my these brother. block parties right which you guys have all played at yes, um, but he said that there was one probably coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm, would you mm-hmm. guys play again? I'm salty, oh. and Dave knows it. Oh my god, Robbie knows it especially too. <laughs> oh no, the drama. I think I'm salty because a block party this year would have been amazing for us. It Thanks, guys. Been. Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Dave is uh, my big brother. He's my spiritual brother. I stand by a statement that uh, he really changed a course in my life. Just a couple conversations that uh, I feel like led to things that changed my life. I love that guy, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll do anything for him. He's he a would life do anything changer. for me. He I think is. he does that. To He's in the business of it, actually. <laughs> yeah, contact yeah. With. and. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's there's rumors. We're we, talking headlining. Um, I would have loved to headline a block party this year. What about but. you? Wouldn't you want to headline? No, we've no. been away for a long. I think it's. I'm. I think there's passing the baton. Well, I mean, the there's there's times to do it, right? Yeah, and I, I, I turned it down other times because it says not the time to do it. We're not doing anything. We don't have material. We don't have all this. So I give them crap that I'm like, it's tight. I had everything going on this year. Super cool, guys. Would have loved to return because when you talk about the scene, and and we'll touch back on that, but uh, Winfield, we did headline a block party in Winfield the one year that it was in Winfield, Mm -hmm. and it was excellent, but the Troy and Lincoln County and St. Charles community, just everything out this way has been so amazing to us. We're a fucking band today because on the years where we were not doing as much or just figuring things out, those shows and that community we was, could still do one or two big things out that way. Yeah, that it would and be those people year. were going all the way to Pops to yeah. see us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a haul for mm-hmm. people from Lincoln County. Yep. So when you're only doing so much, 
that community, shout out to my my peoples in Lincoln County. Yeah, yeah the good up, old L.C., I'm telling you, baby. Uh, I'm okay. Let's 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 bring okay. that down a little. Bit. All right. Hey. <laughs> and and I'm just saying, we, Cowboy won't go. We, I don't want to go first, but a nice. I mean, we don't we don't need to headline it. I, I can. I, I think. Just, I think. I just the hungrier guys. I mean, you guys are killing it right now. I, I mean, I, I think can tell you this. Great for you guys to headline something. We like that. we bring out a block party next year. We're not doing it for nothing. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, hell it'll, yeah. It'll be sick. It'll be fun to see you guys play it'll together. Be, it'll I hope sick. it happens. It'll be so sick. Too. I hope it happens. So there's there's a lot of complications to keeping that together. You know, uh, Dave does it for the right reason and the music industry and people who throw shows mm -hmm. and venues. And uh, I won't go into the weeds. Most people know the story. But uh, Dave did that show for free as a thing to give back to his community. Mm -hmm. And uh, people will just take advantage of it, mm -hmm. you know. And it's when it becomes about money, it takes money to put on a show. It takes a lot of money to put on a production, especially for what we did for the block party for the years that we did it. Pretty fucking rad show. Mm -hmm. It was you know, awesome. I mean, great, yep. excellent Together. bands. You go back. I got a bunch of the posters hanging on my wall. I'm a memorabilia guy, so my whole house is. I don't have any extra inches, uh, inch on uh, wall space, but a bunch of the Block Party posters and Cavo awesome. and Shaman's Harvest and uh, Story of the Year mm -hmm. one year and just all, and all the bands that you know we kind of came up uh, behind some of these guys. Uh, it's just awesome. This fucking. You look at that and you go. We really fucking pulled all those off. Like, oh my God. Yep. Really awesome. So they're so fun. I love the block parties, man. Yeah. My favorite my favorite time I had at the block party was when I was helping run the stage. Yep. And just meeting all the new bands. Yeah. I, I thought that was the, the most fun. It's so fun. And I was I mean, I was lugging gear when I yeah. was a little bit younger and my back wasn't gimpy. <laughs> but I had a blast, you know, and whoever I'm, I'm not going to go into, there were some issues there, but I wasn't the issue. I was having fun yeah. helping guys with he stuff. He wasn't the issue. Yeah. I was just there to have fun. And then we we played, <laughs> we headlined it. So I worked all day and then I played, but I just, it was just cool being around all the, you know, these younger bands and, and, you know, they get up there and they fucking kill it. And you're like going, fuck, if I yeah. was this good when I was his age, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a little snippet of one of your songs that I want to just throw on before you guys do your, you know, your little diddly daddly live uh, stuff oh that boy. you're going to do. Diddly oh daddly. Scatting whistle party. We could call it whistle party. There you my, go. That's my first, that's my that's first it. throw in. Right. I want to hear a single right. by 2024, by the end of 2024. Listen, I have to find the time. Okay. Listen. I have a, I have art, a calendar that I don't know how to use. Art requires <laughs> sacrifice. Right. The war of art. <sighs> and so, the world needs your art. <laughs> please. Please. I was mic'd up all the time. You're like, mm-mm. Uh, mm -mm. The world don't need that. Okay? I, I think the world needs to hear your scatting. Skip it up. <laughs> anyway, what do we got? Nothing new. Ah. The stripped official the stripped. music video. He's just gonna play a clip, just just for a second. All right. Ooh. Shout out to Utopia Studios. As time will show, the pages turn. Your words burn and fall to the fire below, and you think you know. But you will learn nothing 
really going. Oh yeah, Zach, Zach's got that shaker. Zach was rocking that. I, you know, you never know when you do. You guys have done stripped down stuff, and yeah. you, you never know like, is somebody going to be cool with the part that they land with, right? Because like, oftentimes cool a bass player might not even play in an acoustic performance or sure. something. So, yeah. uh, but uh, Zach was like, "No, dude, I'll stand here and rock the shaker." And he rocked totally it. Kind of off topic, but still on topic you know in the beginning like the intro to sweet emotion the aerosmith song yeah. that's a sugar packet that he's shaking right. because he forgot wow. his uh, ah, instrument there you go yeah it's Same a sugar thing, packet man. all the fun facts wild right yeah i like wild. i like the stripped down stuff because it, it, it leaves you open to, it's easier for us because we're a four piece yeah um but it leaves it open to, to do different things because if you listen to the regular version of crash and then you listen to the acoustic version of Crash. I completely did a, a walking type bass line over it um, that kind of reminded me of something Stone Temple Pilots would do. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you know, just shit like that that you go, oh, that's cool. Yeah, we call it like a so that's it, we call it like the song reimagined. Yeah, so that's the thing. So it's like it doesn't have to be the same. As yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not necessarily just stripped all the way, but it's a reimagined right. version of it. So yeah, we yeah. we actually did a piano version of Celebrity that. Still was amazing, and and I to this day fuck Elevens Evan, that's our that's our second <laughs> label. Fuck those guys. Um, well, damn. They 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 ruined our career, in my opinion. That, Tell us how you really that, feel. Well, they suck. Fuck them. <laughs> there's a there and I hope one, I hope someone falls down a flight of steps. I won't say his name, but <laughs> if I ever see him, I give him that nudge. Good. Who could get mad? Yes. Good. He, he lied to that. us. He lied to us, and we signed to him because of what he said he was going to do, and then he didn't do it. Jerk, mm. fucking yeah. asshole. Uh, uh, wait, last the, time I saw you guys was um, um, Point Fest. That's where I ran into you guys. On yes, the yes. Point How Fest. was that? Yeah, that was guys, a fucking show. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, Kara talks with her hands a lot. I do. Yeah, I like it. I talk with my hands too. Cool. I'm like holding. <laughs> I'm, twirl I'm twirling over here because uh, I do. I always. Do. You should have been a showgirl like back in the West days. Oh, were you in show choir? That excited no. you? No, God, no. I can't fucking sing. Mm. <laughs> Could anybody back then you whistle? Mm -mm. I was in show choir, <laughs> concert choir. Yeah. Well, you're a front man. I was at church was choir. Concert choir. Yeah, good. Are you? I was a Got dancer. Start, you know, <laughs> 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 Love that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out to Tommy Mattern. Um, Tommy's been going to bat for us and. He's uh, a great you know, guy. Yeah, for sure. he does what he can. He helped and, us. That's uh, one of the reasons why we got our deal yeah. was because he took a chance on us and started playing champagne. So that yep. was such a fun um, day. Beautiful weather. Good. Oh, it's perfect weather. Yeah, <sighs> and it's kind of the uh, you know it was a comeback for us. We'd played eight or nine point fests before that and hadn't for many years and fell in the, those years that I talked about where it was just kind of like, we don't really know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And then we did this record. It was like, we're gung-ho and we're sending press releases to everybody. And uh, and it just worked out. And, uh, you know, we just known that crew and that's kind of our family, you know, all the DJs at yeah. the stations and stuff. When you're doing that this long, you're coming up along each other at the venues. They're doing their part. You're doing your part. And, yeah. um, you know, yeah, just good people looking out. And uh, Tommy was like, hey, I'm going to do this if you want to do this. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I was like, we're on tour. you got to be kidding me. Yep. And then we're like, wait a minute. It works. We can bounce down 
and play Point Fest and continue on. So. Yeah, I remember because we were talking and you're like, oh, yeah, we're actually getting on the bus right now. We got to go. Yeah, we're going yeah. to the next city. We're yes. going to the next stop. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yep. oh, my God. Well, I just want to say con- congratulations on all yeah. your guys' success you. and what's yeah, going thanks, on with you. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks. And, uh, I mean, you guys deserve everything you get. I mean, like, it couldn't have happened to a, a better yes. bunch of, of talented individuals. And keep doing what you're doing. And it, it's gonna it, things get hard and just keep pushing through. I mean... Fuck. It's, do, you, uh, do you have any new stuff coming out? Uh, <laughs> well, soon? it know. is. Uh, about me? W- it's Friday the thirteenth, so uh, we're we're so creepy. Mm-hmm. We released a cryptic mm-hmm. teaser, and uh, there's a there's a what do they what do they call it? Um, what are the oh, what are the, you know, like, <laughs> the what do the kids call the in the video game Easter egg? Oh, so uh, a bit of an Easter egg there. So, okay. uh, so yeah, there's a teaser that got dropped today. Um, so yeah, something that we've never done before. We're not unveiling just yet, okay. but uh, but it's cool. But it's something. Keep your eyes open. Song and video will be coming. Ooh. So we're gonna push it as a, another single. Um, and uh, we are writing another record. Hell yeah. Uh, we don't want to stop. We want to keep going. And, and why uh, would you stop when yeah. you just bought a fucking bus? Yeah, and also that. We got some <laughs> debts to pay. So uh, got some merch left over. You're committed, you know, man. But, well, uh, damn, you should have brought some with you. Yeah, I know. Well, when, so when's the, when's the song drop? <laughs> so uh, the 20th, 1020. Okay, will, Friday. Yeah. Well, so yeah. can we uh, maybe play that uh, next week? Like kind of just- uh, yeah. Throw the video out there. So people Once can... it's out, everyone play it. Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Download we're it on Spotify. It. Yeah, you can also uh, uh, hear us because yeah. we're on Spotify now. Yeah, and oh, Pandora. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be on, we'll be on Pandora as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cool. We're, uh, you know, something we've never done. We've been a band a long time and uh, it, it the, there's a story behind it that will come with uh, the social media and stuff kind of explaining how we fell into it. But uh, it's kind of how everything happens with us is we just got good people around us that push us into good ideas. And uh, yeah, it's cool. It's got a little bit of a story with it and I know everybody will enjoy it. And uh, yeah, it's a good way to uh, uh, kind of recap some of the touring that we've done and you know, gives a little bit of insight to the year that we've had. So That's well, amazing. Yeah. I mean, from what I've heard that you kind of told us that I'm not allowed <laughs> to say, I am excited. Ah, uh, there you go. I'm excited, very yeah. excited. Good. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's good. We're proud of it. So just keeping it going. And we have so many things, so many things. Um, we're starting to write another record, and the demos that we already have are so fucking exciting. How's the writing process go? Uh, it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. You know, we like writing with people. That's uh, something that some people don't do, but we have been doing for almost a decade, probably just, you know, to us, I would write a song with you. I'm going to write an, uh, an album with you. Yeah. So, totally. uh, you know, write. I think, you know, <laughs> no we, writing required. We are also not the original members that we start. We have three original members and we've rotated in um, several gotcha. other people over the years. And when you look at it in that way, technically we're a nine or 10 piece, right? Mm-hmm. And so when people think like, oh, that, that, you know, you're just doing it this one certain way. Look, man, I'm around a lot of talented people that have done great, th- greater things than me by far. I am always the least talented guy in the room. However, 
pulling off being a band and getting it together and doing the song, some of these guys have just decided that they just want to be a part of it in any way they can contribute. Right. They would like to do so. So, um, you know, it really, you know, the first time you sit down with a great producer, you go, oh, wow, this is different. You know, uh, the ideas that come from that. So we write with different people. Um, technically, it usually starts with riffs. Guitars. And, yep. And uh, I'm always putting ideas together. But we're, we have found that we're really good going in on the spot, sit down, we're going to write songs and make it happen kind of in that way. Demos, yeah, we could put some demos together, but if we just had the unlimited time, we would just do the entire thing yeah. right there. Cabo's kind of the same way. I mean, the thing about Cabo is we split everything equally amongst the band. So like if we write with someone, then it's like a fifth member. Yep. Yeah. And then everybody gets it's we split yeah. things equally. Um we've written songs where I've brought a song, I've had the bass idea, walking with the bass idea. And yeah, it's built around that. Or Chris comes in with the guitar part. It's built around that. Champagne was a melody idea that Casey had on his phone. Yeah. And we wrote it from his melody. He yep. thought it was shit and sat on it for like a month and a half, two yep. months. Happens all the time. Or longer than that, probably. And then yep. he played it and he was like, this is so stupid. Listen to this, guys. Yeah. And Chris just started. You couldn't get it out of your yeah. head. And then all of a sudden, yep. you're like, no, dude, you got some gold and then, there, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you never really know because you're always your biggest critic, too. Yeah. 100%. So until you get it to somebody else, I've done that with Nick where he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't know. And ends up being a verse and not necessarily where I thought it was going to be yeah. a song or, you know, or the first part of a hook or something for the chorus. And so you kind of just don't know, but that's why you rely on the people around well, you. I mean, you know? and I, and I see how like, you know, on our third record we did bridges and there was some difficulty with that record. Cause I was in a different place and Chris was in a different place and we were wanting to do different styles of music yeah. and it was difficult yeah. to, and that's, you know, bridges is, I mean, bright night start days is my favorite record, but bridges is, my favorite record as well, because that was the first record after, you know, like we did, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Thickest Thieves. Yeah. And I would tell you, oh, we probably awesome. threw away 35 songs because yeah. they kept telling us it's not heavy enough. Mm. And we never went back to them. Don't know where they are, but yeah. we had so many great songs, but they would, we would write with people. Yeah. And then they would be like, you need to write a right song. So, yeah. And it's like, we're not a, we're not a hard rock so, band. So like with that, there. Luckily, I, I'm I'm blessed because my husband Nick writes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we we're we are cut from the same cloth musically, to where uh, if I don't get it at first, he makes me get it, and like our our ideas very much complement each other, and just kind of always have. We've always just kind of said he's like that's my singer and this is my guitar player, right? Whoever sure. else, if it just came down to Nick and I, we would continue to work with people and put records out, right? But uh, luckily, that is all over the place. You know, uh, acoustic to right. uh, a slower song to he the heaviest of the heavy to you know you know if it's act active rock. Somebody said that. Uh, we reminded them of Hinder <laughs> on oh. this tour. And I was like, thank you. I love it. You know, yeah, that's <laughs> so, so, uh, anyways, that's, but that's harsh. We, uh, <laughs> I mean, I was like, I, I, okay, well, I mean, I'll take anything I can get. Thank you very much. That's but, one, uh, one of those guys where you go, you're, you're not, you're not a, no, an average no, IQ no, person. No, no. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so luckily because we just so are going to the acoustic strip thing, We've always loved acoustic performances of sure. things. My favorite, you know, we'll we'll sit at the house and uh, having a drink and watching 
alternate versions or live performances or sure. studio performances of sure, artists sure. and you get some of the best gold out of that where uh you know sometimes it's changed or sometimes it's just a great performance so we've always been into that not all of our members have in the past and it's a struggle when you're not on the same page so fortunately yeah. we've been able to keep this moving forward as well, like we're never going to restrict ourselves that that acoustic performance uh, the next record might have just that version now there's two versions of that song um but we're not opposed to really anything. Right. As long as it's true to like, we, you know, it's something that we like, we're not well, looking to just sit down yeah. and write something. Cause somebody goes, this is what you got to do now to sure. Get, but I think, I think, you know, with me and Chris, I think we're both, we were both super passionate and I think we had to go through that because like a lot of people slept on bridges, but if you listen to bridges, in my opinion, it's a fucking badass record. Mm -hmm. Like it's got elements of everything in it. And I think we had to go through that to get to to get that record done and to be where we are now. Yeah. Like I have the utmost respect for. Yeah. I mean, Chris is one of my he's one of my favorite guitar players. He's an amazing, talented guy. Casey's one of my favorite singers. He's an amazing, talented guy. And we had Chad. Now we have Andy. Both drummers were fucking fantastic, yeah. and they're my family. But I think I think you know when you're that passionate about something, and it's a craft. It's our oh, yeah. craft, yeah. and it's you learn to respect. Oh yeah. Respect, you know, the contributions of everybody. And I think that we had to go through that because we went through a hard time of writing a bunch of music and having people tell us that's not what had to be. Oh yeah. And I think we were still, we had, you know, PTSD of that going into bridges and it was like, I'm, I had the mentality of it's gotta be heavier. We got to write heavier stuff. And he was like, no, I want to write more melodic stuff. Yep. And that's why in that record, you can, if you listen to that record, you can hear the songs that I kind of, yeah. you know, started yeah. with and songs he kind of started with. Um, but it made for a fantastic record. And yeah, Casey it comes it's together. His, yeah. 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 There's fire, yeah. Dude. Yep. Well, and then, and then, and then out of that came this mutual respect for each other that it's just like, you know, we, where we, we had it in the first record and lost it because of what they did to us on that second fucking record. Yeah. And we had to find it again. Yeah. And, and we found it and, and, yeah, we listen to all the still, new shit. We're, yeah, yeah, all the new stuff we're releasing. I mean, like, there's songs that, you know, he had a song that he wrote on. Uh, he had he has a keyboard player and some other stuff, and he brought it to it and the shakes, and that was one of my favorite records on that EP was the shakes. Yeah, and he did it himself. That was him, and I know. you know, what yeah. it changes your brain for yep. sure. We we got to work with uh, Matt Appleton uh, on this last record. And every time you do that and you bring in a new element, you know, it, it brings something different out of you, right. you know, and he brought the best out of me. And it was very much a co-writing situation, like writing on the spot together. Yeah. And uh, some of it. Yeah. I go back and I'm like, guys, I actually have this in my phone. I, yeah. I woke up That's at awesome. 2 a.m. two months ago and couldn't sleep and I had this melody. And he goes that's perfect for this hook and it's the back and forth. And then he goes outside and he's sitting under a tree trying to find a melody. He comes back in and he just does this little riff on the mic and everybody goes, Holy sh are we doing? Yeah, we're doing that. That's and awesome. So every time you do an experience like that, yeah. it does, it changes you. And, and that's what makes it even more exciting going into this next one. Cause you're like, man, yeah. <laughs> Cause now we're like, we're, we're not like taking the, t the step back. We're using all of that sure. momentum plus all these experiences yeah. to go into another batch of songs. It's very exciting. I've learned so much from writing with Chris, Casey and Andy that when I went into write with the poor, when we did the poor record, mm -hmm. um, you know, writing with Jeff Lee, 
uh, Chad, uh, Jack yeah. from Brook Royal yeah. and Addison from Discrepancies, you know, we just hammered shit out. Like yeah. it was just, and it was one Shout of those ones. Jeff. I love that guy. Yeah. And, uh, Man, what a talent! Well, it was he one of those things where one we, of a kind. when he we really walk is. into the, when I we, have a, I have a straight crush on. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do. When, I, when, when we wrote that record, one of the things we said is all egos to the door. Yeah, if it's all, we're basing everything around Jeff and his vocals. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I don't give a shit. No one, no one's going to walk away singing the bass line or a guitar riff yeah. or a drum line. So it doesn't make a difference what we play. If you're if you're doing fucking quarter notes for the entire song, guess what? You're doing quarter notes for the entire yep. song. That's what we're gonna for the do. Good of the song. Yes. Yeah. And we hammered out so many fucking songs. I mean, hell, we had a whole second record written before we broke up. And I mean, we still have those songs, but I think we're gonna write. Oops. What? Talking about doing other stuff here in, in the near future. Yeah, we'll we well, this was a jam-packed fucking show. <laughs> Holy, I got a lot of info. I'm just sitting here listening. I'm like, oh my God, wait, we've already been recording for like an hour and a half. Yeah, You're going to do your rapid fire? We could probably do another one for another two hours over here. Yeah, this is the yeah, problem. Put yeah. some excited yeah. musicians just split in this up into two shows too. and there you go. <laughs> Damn. I, I think we need to have the guys come back some point. I well, think we so should too. definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even, uh, we didn't even have to do shit. You guys just had a whole little conversation over there. Damn. Kara didn't even get into a rapid fire. Yeah, you made my job easy today. Oh, we're, we're going to do rapid fire. We sure. Do. It only takes 30 seconds. Why not? Let's do it. All right. So um, I need, well, there's two of you. They can I both guess. answer. All right. Yep. Am All I right. muted? It says I'm muted. It's, it'll You're not. say that. Oh. Um, yeah, it's just a little Okay, problem. so <laughs> we just do this thing called rapid fire, and I'm going to ask you A or B, just Pick the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Oh, shit, I suck at these. Okay. Quickly. Okay, ready? A blonde or brunette? Brunette. Oh, shit. Oh, I have to say blonde right now. Okay. <laughs> Someone's wife's blonde. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ass or tits? Ass. Ass. Okay. Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd? Pink Floyd. Zep. Thank you. We're friends. That Pink Floyd's awesome, though. <laughs> Carpet or hardwood? Hard- hardwood. <laughs> okay, this is supposed to be of a sexual nature. Yeah, so, yeah. You know. oh, hardest yeah, both. Wood. Hardest wood. Well, you know, everybody grew up on carpet, as did I. So I don't hate on either. But if I'm choosing yeah. hardwood, penis. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he wants that hardwood. Yeah. <laughs> tequila or Jaeger? Tequila. Uh, tequila. Used to be Jaeger. Tequila. Yeah, tequila. That's the devil's piss, man. Fuck that uh, shit. Yeah. B cup or D cup? Uh, B. B. Just because that ass is probably popping hard. You know what? You ain't wrong. <laughs> ass is probably popping hard. <laughs> All right. And a girl, would you rather her have really bad lip filler or an insanely large forehead? A uh, big ass forehead. How about that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, my yeah, kids forehead. got big foreheads. Yeah. So I'm not, I, don't, I don't hate big foreheads. Yeah. Everyone fucks that. The eight head. Because you can get lip filler removed. No, just more target. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> but. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Hold on, wait. <laughs> I, I'm looking at Joel's forehead. <laughs> Joel, I'm looking at Joel's he's forehead. Got, yeah, he's got big targets. I get free hair gel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Just bring out the sock. Yeah, the sock. Yeah. Both your wives are going to be able to watch this going. Fuck. They know. They know. Trust me. I only have a few more. Blowjob or penetration? Oh, shit. My pen. Got to be at the pen. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Okay. Thank pen. you. Sure. Taco Bell or McDonald's? 
McDonald's. McDonald's. All day. Taco Bell's trash. And I am a fan of nothing more than Mexican. Taco Bell is trash. McDonald's all day. Ketchup or mustard? Uh, Mustard. Mustard. Bacon or sausage? Oh, man. Eat a a lot of both. It depends. Some of the, okay, so after COVID, bacon's gone to shit. What? I, I swear. It's gonna be, I, I think it was because all the uh, the the uh, supply chains, something, I haven't something noticed. went bad. It I don't know. So I'm going sausage, sausage. I don't know. That's <laughs> tough. Uh, I'm a breakfast guy, too. <laughs> I'm not. That's why. I can't sausage. choose pasta. I'm a swine guy. Sausage. Bacon. <laughs> Although. The pork sausage. Pork sausage. Yeah. But yeah. bacon. I'm going Are bacon. we all going with bacon except you? You got sausage? Ah, fuck. I'll switch to bacon. I got to go bacon. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. So we'll go bacon. I'll just go bacon. So we, you know. He'll eat bacon because I'll yeah. be the one cooking it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. He, he's okay. very appreciative. After a night of. Uh, yeah. After, you know, in the morning. Yeah. Rock and roll. <laughs> forehead target. Like playing a show. No. Playing a show. Would you rather punch Courtney Love or Kanye West? Oh, Courtney Love. Courtney Love. She for killed sure. Kurt Cobain, dude. That's what I'm yeah, saying. For that's sure. I put that in there. I'm pro Kanye. Yeah, she didn't kill Kurt Cobain. He, <laughs> I mean, that's you're pro Kanye? I'm pro Kanye still. Oh, moving oh, on. Wait, yep. old Kanye or new Kanye? Uh, all of it. I'm nah. a I, I'm a fan of Kanye. I was, but I was old Kanye. Old Kanye was a shit. New Kanye is crazy. <laughs> you time for that shit. Last one. Thongs or boy shorts? Uh, uh boy shorts. Ah, uh, depends what they uh. on boys. Boy shorts. <laughs> boys. <laughs> uh, I'm going. Uh, <laughs> It depends. What would you wear is what she's asking. A thong. Yeah, a thong. If I, that's what I'm wearing, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking show. Don't forget to follow us on our social medias. It is uh, Audio Inc. on our Facebook. Everything else is Audio Inc. STL. Uh, We still got some sponsors that need to be, you know, here keep these lights on because they're flickering as we speak (laughs) (laughs) if you want any uh, information on sponsorship info just email us at audioinkstl at gmail.com follow us on spotify and uh what else amazon music pandora iHeartRadio. everywhere where you can stream podcasts is there anything else you guys want to plug anything you want to talk about uh stick to the socials man uh first of all just a big thank you we're the most grateful group of guys ever because as we talked about this journey has been a long time and and we get to realize uh everything that we want out of it because people support it so mm-hmm. thank you guys thank you um, for coming you in know, but yeah uh that's it stick to the socials we're going to be doing some giveaways along with some of this cryptic messaging and mm. things and and we're not stopping so after this we got some other stuff lined up that uh, will be very exciting news for us to share so Stick to the socials, awesome. and then we'll drive everything, earthing. Earthing. Congratulations again on everything you. you guys got Thank going you guys on. So much. And, and hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll share a stage again. Yes, it's been a long will. time since yeah, the last time we did that. Yeah, we should do that for sure. It's been years. Yeah, yeah. What um, a fun time that would be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just hear me in the audience. Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Hell yeah, man. It's that Jim Carrey thing uh, from uh, where he <laughs> liar, played liar. God. No, oh. when he played God, oh. <laughs> and he made uh, uh, Bruce Almighty. Yeah, Bruce Almighty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you remind me of. <laughs> Why? Where he yeah. made that guy, he made the Steve Carell when he was a newscaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. God. We've well, been th- doing this for way too long. We got to stop. We got to stop. <laughs> 
go go see some scarecrows in uh, Eureka. Walk around the town and there you go. And 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 listen right now. Make sure you guys add to your playlist Inimical Drive. Yeah, because if you don't, Do that. you're missing out on some extremely fantastic and amazing St. Louis talent. Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. what we're here for. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming in. It was a great time. Peace yeah, off. it was awesome. Thanks, guys. Go. Thanks for listening, y'all. We will uh, see you next week. This is the Audio Ink Podcast. Stay golden, Pony Boy. <laughs>